I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. Not too far from now, at the end of the summer, thousands of excited students return to the classroom to begin nine months of academic learning. I thought I would talk about this now so parents can begin to plan and most likely replay this that you hear it again just before school opens. The most important individuals who will help students truly have a successful school year are parents. Teachers can only work with what parents are presenting to them. The right attitude, interest in learning, discipline, respect, determination are qualities that are first and best taught in the home. Therefore, I would now give a few parental tips to help students have a successful school year when it starts in September or August. That is, to help parents help the students, their children, to have a successful school year. Parents are responsible for providing an environment that will facilitate learning. A good home provides love, encouragement, stimulation, and emotional security. The absence of hostility, ongoing emotional pain, rage, and addictive behavior like gambling, alcohol, illegal drugs, prostitution, is key to producing a wholesome environment that stimulates learning. Most importantly, what a parent says to a child can influence behavior also. Each morning, before the child goes to school, let the last words the parents speak be positive and proactive. For example, have a beautiful day, or I know you will do your best today, or I cannot wait until you come home to hear how exciting your day was. These positive words will drive a positive behavior. It is called a positive reinforcement. On the other hand, when the last words the child hear before going to school are negative, the chances of the child behaving badly in school are greater. For example, Don't embarrass me today. Or, I don't want to hear anything bad about you today. Or, Don't embarrass me today. Don't do anything foolish today. These last words most likely will drive negative behavior. This is called negative reinforcement. Leave something positive on your child's mind. Let your words express confidence in the child, even if you are not happy with your child's behavior. If your child constantly hears negative words about the significant others in their, or from the significant others in their lives, failure is almost assured. When the child fails, the parent says, See, I told you so. Parents usually refuse to admit that they actually set up their children to fail. Speak positively to your children each day. Proverbs chapter 25 and verse 11 states, A well-spoken word at just the right moment is like golden apples in settings of silver. End of quote. One of the great things parents can do to stimulate interest in learning 
in a failing child or a child who is not making A's or B's is to remember to praise any growth, no matter how small that is the increment. For example, if a child was struggling with a D grade or even F in mathematics during the school year and one day brings home a grade of C or C-, praise the child, that is a great improvement. Some parents mistakenly do not praise this small improvement because they only, they only consider improvement to be when the child makes an A. Hence, the parent's attitude discourages the child. It is really not that important that your child be a straight A student. Do you know that? What is really important is for your child to do his or her best. I believe that all students with the right stimulation and teaching techniques, can make good grades in school, that is, C plus to A. Not all students will be A, but I believe all students can at least be above average. This Bible text might provide insight. I was excited when I came across it. Listen to it, Ezekiel chapter 11 and verse 4. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. Listen to it again. This Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and verse 4. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they will never harvest. That's so interesting, isn't it? So, parents, it's imperative that you provide a home with the proper structure to make it conducive for learning. Establish sensible bedtimes. Research tells us that teenagers need about 9.2 hours of sleep per night to thrive well, or at best 10 to 12 hours. Therefore, allowing your children to stay up long as, they, as, as long as they want to is not healthy. Watching a late night movie after finishing homework at 10 p.m. is not wise. It impacts the immune system and makes the brain sluggish. Remember, do not ask your children whether they want to sleep as a way to get them to bed. Let your children understand that bedtime and sleepiness are two different things. Set the time to go to bed without taking into consideration whether your children are sleepy. I want you to get that point. Okay? Here's another good point. As you're going to plan during the summer to start a good school year at the beginning of the school year. Focus on a complex carbohydrate and, and protein breakfast. Provide a nutritious breakfast. Avoid as far as possible your child buying $1.99 breakfast, grits and egg every morning. Or whatever it is, whatever country you live in. It is your responsibility to make sure your child, your children have a great blast off for the day. Provide them with a solid breakfast every morning. For example, choose from the following. Potatoes, eggs, whole grain cereals, whole grain grits, oatmeal, almond milk, spinach, orange, melon, whole grain waffles and pancakes. Then make sure your children get a good vitamin and mineral mineral supplement. Students need a good breakfast, a good breakfast to do well in their classes. When students try to learn and have nothing in their stomach, they will have lots of trouble succeeding. I'm amazed how many children do not have breakfast in the morning. And if they do go and buy something, it's not often nutritious. 
So work along with your children to create a daily schedule. The schedule includes what they will do when they arrive home after school until bedtime. Make sure after school this includes a short rest or chill out time, daily chores and homework. If your children have two or three hours a slate of homework assignment, allow them to take a break every 30 minutes or so. Don't insist that they sit there until they finish their homework. That may not be healthy. They need short breaks, just three to five minute breaks. Randomly check their school bags and school books. Look for neatness, complete or incomplete assignments on how they maintain their textbooks. Look at tests, exam scores, etc. Parents, listen, wherever you are in Belize, in Cayman Islands, in the Bahamas, in the Virgin Islands, in England, in Africa, in India, around the world, I encourage you to attend parent, parents and teachers' meetings and report card days. You and your children, primary school, you are your children's primary caregivers. Your interest in these events also encourages them. Also, you need to dialogue with teachers. The success of your children is a collaborative effort between parents and children. So get involved as you plan for the new school year that's coming up in a few weeks. Remember these points. You are the primary educator of your children. You have been listening to your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.